0: Women Who Can Live is a top-rated weekly show profiling women of color creators and business disruptors in the legal cannabis industry from Georgia and around the world. Hosted by America's number one freedom coach and best-selling author, Coach Swan Simpson, the leaders of Women Who Can always keep it 100 by talking business and dropping nuggets about the opportunities and challenges in this billion-dollar game. Now that we have your attention, Here's this week's episode.
1: What's up? What's up, Atlanta? It's your girl, Fit Tyasha, back in the building, sitting in for Coach Juan Simpson. Today is Friday, April 22nd, and it is Earth Day. Yay, yay. Yay, yay. I have Reverend Sandy Rogers with me here in the building. And on the line, we actually are starting out with a guest, getting hot and ready this morning. Last week, we started with Senatorial Hopeful for the 25th-seat district, Leland Olinger. And today, we have a House representative, Hopeful. And I'm going to let him introduce himself. Caller, are you with us this morning?
2: Yeah, I am here. Thank you so much for having
1: me. All right. Good Good to talk to you again, Brandon. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners. Tell them who you are sure. and what you're doing and why.
2: Absolutely. So, Brandon Tanjay, you're running for uh, State District uh, 58. Uh, it is a pleasure to be here. Happy Earth Day to all. I'm actually um, I'm talking to you live from my Earth Day event at Sicily's Raw Reality in the West End because holistic health and West wealth is good eating. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, for me, it's just simple. I'm just running because when they redrew the state line and redistrict and they included the neighborhoods that I love, the West End, uh, the Cascade neighborhoods, the AUC neighborhood, schools that I grew up in and that I went there and graduated from, I said, it's time for us to, you know, really step up to the plate and really make sure that the voices of these wonderful neighborhoods are being heard, and, you know, especially on the state level. When I was just, uh, just a regular citizen just doing uh, my thing, I was at the county level introducing legislation to, you know, funnel the money, the $120 million that we got from the federal government, to um, to really show them that it could be used for home assistance, mental health awareness, and a myriad of other programs, and they sent a lot of that money back to Washington. And I said, it's, for that. it's time to make sure that the money flows where it needs to go. And so for me, it was just very simple, and I said, we need to make sure that we're representing the state level, and that's why I'm doing what I'm doing now.
1: Well, thank you so much for doing that and for speaking to the Women Who Can audience. Just to tell you a little bit oh, more. Definitely my point. And I know you introduced yourself, but just to tell you guys a little bit more about Mr. Brandon Tanji, I met him yesterday. He was parked in front of my house, and it was (laughs) so funny because he hopped in his car, and then he uh, started to pull off and hand me something. And I was like, no, no, you got to hand it to me before you get in the car and pull off. So he pulled over and spoke to me. And Brandon is here for safer neighborhoods, for criminal justice reform, for affordable housing ending voter suppression, environmental justice, and quality health care for all. And that $100 million or billion that Brandon just mentioned, we did have it coming to the city to support our people, but there was not an infrastructure in place to really allocate those funds. So I'm interested in what you uh, plan to do. And also, if we have any callers that have questions for our rep, I know he can't stay on long, but the number is 404-603-8770. Oh, we do have a caller. Mr. Tanja. you have some questions. Caller, awesome. what's your name and where you're from?
3: Oh, uh, you talking about talking
1: to me, class. MC class back in the building. You always support, brother.
4: So yeah, you I'm had some good you. questions
1: for our senatorial candidate last week. What do you have for our House Representative District 58 candidate today?
4: Well, I didn't
3: get a chance. I got muted at the wrong time, but um, I, I lost the call. But, you know, I guess it's going to be the same question. Um, what are you going to do with the veterans and um, the, the challenges that we're having? And um, I don't know if this is regarding the marijuana um we say initiative. cannabis in the
1: show. We don't say Mary Jane. That's not a real word. Cannabis. Okay.
3: <laughs> cannabis. All right, legalization of cannabis. So, um what what are your views about helping the veterans with that particular situation?
2: Absolutely. So, when it when it comes to veterans, you know, number one, I, you know, I am so grateful and thankful for the just the ability that they have dedicated their lives to protecting us and so that we can go about our day and know that we're safe. So, one, thank you for your service. Uh, but when it comes to veterans um, affairs and veterans assistance, one of the things that we understand is mental health is a very important thing. So expanding that Medicare, that Medicaid access, expanding the mental health programs, to local community groups. I'm part of one of them called Atlanta Treatment Center, where we do have um, veteran affairs um, treatment facilities that you can come get uh, psychiatric help, you can come get mental health awareness, and we also talk about how the use of cannabis um, can be used in a way that is that is medicinal, uh, but also we talk about some other holistic um, uh, aspects of the holistic body, and, and as far as eating, as far as great exercising, you know, yoga, all those good things as a part of that. So for me, it's about programming, um, and because once we get the money, we have to know how to, you know, implement it. And so that's why I'm so big on programming, making sure that our communities. And our community groups already doing this work are receiving that funding so they can expand their network um, and expand how they do their program to everyone and reach out to people in the community, especially for our veterans.
1: And Brandon is a mental health counselor as well and a mental health and yeah. wellness advisor and part of 100 Black Men. So he's, you know, very active here in the county, in the city. And um, I'm, I spoke to him yesterday about this housing crisis. And so what I would like to see is more hempcrete homes, you know, get more uh, sustainable materials in Atlanta. Hemp is a carbon-neutral, carbon-negative plant. So like most plant material, it absorbs carbon from the air. And over time, you know, you have a a reduced carbon footprint in your home. But it's also very strong, um, earthquake-resistant, fire-resistant. And, you know, we would like to see some... Um, Some things in place, not only for the veterans, but for the homeless and for everyone else as well. So what are your, um, your thoughts and your kind of what you have planned for the housing, for affordable housing?
2: Absolutely. So let me say for the, you know, this being Earth Day and, you know, the way that global warming is rising and, you know, Mother Nature is telling us, um, he know that we have to do things differently in order to uh, reduce climate change. So one of those things is finding uh, products and um, you know materials that we can build with that are very sustainable and that are not damaging to the earth. So for me, on the state level, it is really to introduce legislation that talks about and voting for legislation. Let me say that too, um, that that really talks about how we can reduce our carbon footprint. Um, and you know, there are times where you have where you use sustainable materials where it's actually cheaper, and and thus that is something that rings bells, especially on the state level and the governance level. That okay, we can actually make this more affordable and it's not going to hit the bottom line even harder. When it comes to affordable housing, it is really the that one hundred and twenty million that I talked about earlier um, when we can provide homeowners assistance and make sure that people stay in their homes and provide rental assistance. A large reason why that money went back is because they didn't have the programs or the avenues or they didn't have the the people to stand you know to stand up those programs to really disseminate those those funds and so for me, it'll be again working with community leaders to figure out ways to really say, okay, hey, we have this money. How are we going to get it done? And so that really disseminates in the community, and then that people can sign up, they can apply, they know how the application process works, and we can educate folks about that and then we get the money to them. And then the last part is really looking at the way that um, you know, we have our legacy homeowners in a lot of our communities who have these wonderful homes. And for me, it's understanding the value of your home. So doing educational seminars on the weekends, on, on Saturdays and on Sundays. And, and maybe even some during week, but we find that Saturday and Sundays are the best time to reach people because they're not working. But doing educational programs about your, the value of your home and then showing, you know, do you have wills? Do you have trust set up so that when you pass, You know who who the who the home is going to, and then they understand the value, so that they understand where they stand in the equity process in their affordable in their housing, and then thus we're not really we are really educating people, and that's like the main point. Um, And from the education, then we understand how your home could be affordable. You understand where to get the resource that you need help with, and you understand how to set up your finances in a way that's beneficial for you and your families.
1: Exactly. Women Who Cannabis is all about education for sure. So we definitely appreciate that step. You know, a lot of our elders are being pushed out of their home. There's $400,000, half a million dollar homes being built down the street. They're being taxed out. Um, and they a lot of them don't understand the value of their home. So you know, it's very good that you're educating them and setting, helping them set up a trust or a will so that their progeny can keep that home because a lot of them, grandma passes away and everybody wants to sell it. Nobody wants to deal with it. And they've taken a loss because there are these predators mm-hmm. out here. You know, uh, they're coming for your houses, please believe me. All my friends in Capitol View, Capital View Manor, West End, they're coming for your houses. Do not sell, do not sell your house. Uh, class, do you have any other questions for uh, Mr. Tanji?
3: Uh not really. Um, the only thing that i that I see is um, I see the disproportion of the black community um, and how we're being hit every way, left and right, like like uh, you said, they're snatching the homes, um, they're throwing people in jail for little minor things so what what are you gonna do to change things for the black? community specifically
2: sure that another good question and so you know being a part of that of this community of the black community you know i see it all the time where you know we as far as criminal justice reform which is one of my platform uh, agenda items and that's not necessarily everyone who gets in trouble for minor things, they don't need to necessarily be slapped the handcuff for our black and brown babies. What they really need to do is really look at some alternative programming, whether that you know you have some mandatory mental health sessions, some counseling sessions really evaluate and see you know, who you are as a holistic being. Uh, you could do some community service. You can really um, benefit from some alternative sentencing that doesn't require you to be thrown in jail and doesn't require you to have a record for the rest of your life us you, uh, a decision that you made when you were just learning about yourself. So that's one thing, and a part of the programming that we do at Atlanta Treatment Center is just that. It's, it's a partnership with the Department of Justice where they do send um, you know, people who have all, all sorts of misdemeanors and they use it as the alternative programming. And I want to see that being expanded because everybody doesn't need a, a jail cell, right? Um, also, for our communities, uh, we have far too long been uh, – people have come and campaigned and made us promises for the disenfranchised or for the marginalized communities, and they have profited off that. So when the money comes, it just goes someplace else and doesn't go into the communities. So for me, for the communities and neighbors that I love, because this is the reason why I'm running, I said it's time for me to step up to the plate to really make sure that the money that comes in, that our taxpayers that we go for our, our city services, for our state level services, uh, for those programs actually come back to the community and we, we ensure that we have funding for, you know, things like we talked about earlier with the education as well as, uh, for, you know, our criminal justice reform. Last but not least, and I'll, I'll keep this part brief. 30
1: seconds, we got a we break have, coming up.
2: Okay, I'll keep this part brief. We have a lot of, of amazing community police organizations that can work in tandem with Atlanta PD, and it's just about seeing how we can bridge those gaps. And so that's what I'm about, and we're going to make sure that we, together we build a brighter future for Georgia.
1: Exactly. Everybody get to the polls on May 24th. Our future is on the ballot. Vote for Brandon Tanji for state representative House District 58. If you are in uh, Senate House, Senate District 25, vote for Leland Jake Olinger. We're going to take a station break, gentlemen. If you can hold, let me know. If not, we'll talk to you later. And thank you for your time
0: level up and don't go anywhere women who cannabis live will continue the conversation after the break level up atlanta women who can business expo is back for our fourth year on august 6 2022 this year's expo promises to be epic More vendors, more powerful speakers, and the biggest recirculation of black wealth in the cannabis industry on the planet. But wait, there's more. This year's Cannabis and Comedy After Party is guaranteed to have you laughing out of your seats. Featuring some of the biggest female comics in the South. Hosted by Def Comedy Jam's own Hope Flood, a.k.a lucifer from sirius xm's quakes house and sponsored by high hopes and swan simpson media group for free tickets yeah we said free you must register while they last go to women only registered ticket holders can attend the after party so go to women and register today
4: Just want to smoke out. You want to know what this is about? It's the realness of the universe fully coming out. Damage control's just another God. We learn over the years that it comes from the inside. Send a spiritual message to the universe. Divine mother will always come first. With this collective vibration we can reach. No need for a pulpit. I'm not here to preach. No one is better than the other. We all have unique powers to discover. Open pathways to
1: our- welcome back, welcome back, and thank you again for listening to Women Who Cannabis Radio. I am your guest host, Fitz Hayasha, fully in tune with myself. And I have here on the radio State House Representative District hopeful, Brandon Tanji. And in studio is Reverend Sandy Rogers. And Reverend Sandy has some questions for you, Mr.
5: Tanji. Mr. Tanji, more than a question, I have a comment I'm very pleased to hear your platform, especially uh, in regards to your holistic approach to our veterans and to the community at large and understanding uh, the totality of all of what uh, contributes to a healthy citizen, healthy human being. And so just wanted two thumbs up for you. Thank you.
2: Thank you so much, Reverend. My
5: pleasure.
1: All right, for anyone who has any questions or comments for Brandon Tanji, the number is 404-603-8770. We also have MC Class on the line and DJ Coyota Alumarotis in the building. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so that hit y'all just heard was a little bit of um mc class and that is one of my favorites the own technique on this earth day you know they're broken glass everywhere when i'm taking my walks down the street i try to figure out how can we just vacuum up this glass yes, and yes. turn it into something else you know i um, some years ago i learned about earthship um, which is a company out of new mexico and they make these beautiful homes that are made of recycled materials and tires and bottles and glasses and i'm determined There's an Earthship in North Georgia, but I'm determined to have the first Earthship in the city of ATL. So um, if you have any questions, comments or concerns for our state representative, we're not going to keep him too long because he's over in the West End at Tossili's Raw Reality. Shout out to Mama Tossili. Shout out to Studio Stephanie and everybody over in that center who gives those wonderful classes. Let me tell you, Tassili's Raw Reality is not just a restaurant for no. anybody who doesn't know. It is a vegan restaurant, but they have a holistic healing center mm-hmm. upstairs. And uh, I think this is the first Sunday of every month, they have a retreat for the healers. Yes. Because the healers need some healing as well. And then they hold a lot of uh, mm-hmm. community events. The Wonderful Withers of Raw, I think, is coming up pretty soon. First of June.
5: Yep. Yeah. See? First Saturday in June.
1: Where are your cue cards at? <laughs> <laughs> I <I'll> don't have it. <laughs> Mr. Tanji, <laughs> Women Who Cannabis is the home of the largest cannabis lobby in North America for women of color. We are a 501 c company, and we provide exceptional educational opportunities for, and certifications for women of color to gain an access to a seat at the billion-dollar cannabis table. So we're all about education and inclusion. Is there anything that you would like to make sure that the Women Who Cannabis know, other than that the date is May 24th?
2: Um, yeah, I would just say, you know, thank you for just one having me on the show. This has been an amazing experience. Um, but just know that, you know, I am definitely a candidate who is definitely grounded in the community. Um, I'm definitely going to work for our community. You'll, you'll always see me, uh, working and championing the causes, uh, that I, that are beneficial to the communities that I serve, that I live in. And you won't ever have to worry, you know, where is he? You'll always see me. And, and please hold me accountable uh, for, for things and policies that you want to see change, because that's the only way that we will make some change here in Georgia. Um, so that's the only thing that I would I would love to say to this this lovely community. Um, and, yeah, that's all that I have.
1: Well, enjoy your Earth Day celebration. If you're still over there when we get out, we'll see you, because we're going to probably going <laughs> to stop by. All right. All right. All right. Thank you so much for your time.
2: Thank you. You all have a good Earth Day. Happy Earth Day.
1: Happy Earth Day to you, too. Class, are you still on the line?
2: What?
1: Broken glass everywhere. You still there?
4: No, he must have hung up, too.
1: It's all right. It's all right. We're going to keep it rolling. So let's talk about 15 mind-blowing ways that hemp can impact the planet. This is an article on newsgreenflower.com, and I'm not going to read you all of it, but just to give you a little, uh, few points. As I mentioned earlier, you know, hemp can be formed into hempcrete, which is used for construction and carbon neutral uh, homes, earthquake-proof homes, fireproof homes. Hemp growing prevents pesticide pollution. So hemp is a naturally resistant uh, plant that's naturally resistant to, pets, to pests, so unlike cotton or flax, um, they... they don't need to spray it with all these pesticides. So we don't need all these exogenous toxins coming into our bodies. Yes, yes. Pimp helps restore the soils. The soil. See y'all see, that's that Northern Valley country girl. <laughs> the soil. The soil. How you spell soil? Helps restore the soil fertility. So, you know, we got that red Georgia clay down here as so we get, get some nice nutrients in that soil. It helps produce biodegradable plastics, y'all. We always talking about these microplastics in the oceans and these, you know, hemp was really big back before um, Ford came out with the Model T, right around that time. And some of the first cars were made from hemp, but there was um, a big push by the paper industry, and y'all have to forgive me. I haven't been in the paper industry in about 15 years, but I used to be there. There was a big push by the paper industry to get rid of the hemp because they didn't want it to take over what they were doing and, and also, you know, the metals and the plastics. So there was these industries coming together to keep hemp from becoming this major product, which if it had happened, we wouldn't have all these microplastics in the soil, mm, microplastics in that. the water, microplastics in the fish. You know, hemp clothes, mm-hmm. it's biodegradable. Come on. Hemp plant absorbs toxic metals. Like, it's, it's, it's so much information it's out amazing. there, guys. It's yes. It's an outstanding renewable biofuel fabrics made from hemp do not contain any chemical residue. Like, I don't know how anyone could not allow this plant to be used for any and everything. Exactly. Hemp, uh, as we said, reduces the effects of carbon emissions. Hemp prevents forest deforestation. Industrial hemp conserves water. Like, there's so many things to help the earth in just using and producing hemp. Uh, it supports sustainable farming practices. And Reverend Sandy You've been down there on the farm, and I love. Yes. I'm jealous when I see her on the farm, like y'all. I, I when I learn to teleport, it's on. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna see some. I'm gonna see her. I'm blinking I'm right there. So tell me about your experience on the farm. Um, it was
5: so amazing. Um, we went to, I believe that's Southern Georgia. Um, it may not necessarily be, but look, it was a, at least a two-hour drive, right? Mm-hmm. And um, to be. Uh, with someone that's so passionate about the the plant you know the cannabis plant yeah Yeah. you know and uh, so they're like six acres and we planted at least a half an acre and it was just amazing to see everybody come together and take such tender care of the plants that had already been started and um, to plant them and to see this this half an acre I mean that's a big area, you know, and um, so it, it was a great experience, had a, uh, received a lot more information and knowledge around the plant and some of the things that you just spoke about, you know, the benefits to the to the universe, uh, to humans, and um,
1: to the soil, and, yeah, and to the soil,
5: and I was laughing when you were uh, saying you had a little difficulty in saying soil, because see, when <laughs> I was coming up, it was dirt, dirt. you know, <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. So when it changes the soil, I well, don't no, know. People, what, I, I, I watched something yesterday and said, do you know what's in your in your soil? And, and that's the thing. We think it's just dirt, but it's not. There's so many different uh, levels of mineralization of that dirt yes. that makes it soil. You and,
5: know. and that's what we need to understand. You mm-hmm. know, when words change, there's a
1: reason for it.
5: Right. You know, so, yeah. Thank you for adding that mineralization to it.
1: And and so back to these, look, I'm not going to read this whole article, but I'm just scrolling through the list. Growing hemp prevents soil compaction and erosion, you know. Um, hemp builds stronger and healthier homes, reduces air pollution, grows in almost any environment. So like you said, two hours down in South Georgia. It can help curb world hunger. You know, it's a lot of foods made with uh, cellulose and plant proteins, but hemp curd and, uh, well, hemp herd is for, um, not curd, herd is for making the hemp cream, but you know, I use hemp flour and everything else. Hemp is inexpensive. It can be grown anywhere. Hemp seeds produce two vital f- foods, the oil and the flour. So it's nutritionally rich and versatile. Right. right. So this Earth Day, um, you know, guys, give us a call. Let us know what you're doing for Earth Day. What, uh, 420 just passed, so let us mm-hmm. know about your <laughs> cannabis connoisseur activities, the legal ones. That you could talk about on the radio. (laughs) (laughs) That number is area code 404-603-8770. We look forward to speaking with you. We do have a break coming up in a few minutes, but I want to give DJ Coyota a chance to say something if he'd like to speak to the people.
4: Something. Something. I'm just enjoying what I'm hearing and learning. I would like to ask you, Reverend Sandy. Yes. uh, When you were... At the farm, what stage of development were the plants? Were they were you planting them, or were you helping the harvest, or water? What were you doing?
5: Was I was at the beginning stages of it, and so they were small baby plants. Okay. And we took them from that and actually planted them in the field oh. or the the half an acre. And so it, it was a massive undertaking. Mm-hmm. Um, so one person uh, was digging the trench to create the mound that mm-hmm. we would plant them in. Mm-hmm. Another person had a tool that dug the hole. And then another person came behind that and put the plant in it. And then another person uh, covered it up. Co- well, not, yeah. Close yeah. the soil. Covered right, the, right. The, yeah, the close up. the yeah. soil. Yeah, yeah.
4: So they were clone plants, I think that's what they're called. Not clones like. <laughs> like uh, I you Not clones like. Uh, <laughs> Y'all
1: be glad we not lying. Over here. Like, he teenage got Teenage Mutant to
4: Ninja Turtles. Bro. No, no,
1: they
5: were they were organic plants.
4: Yeah, so they grow they grew them in a contained place, and then you put them in the field. Correct. And just. Plant the seeds in the field.
5: No, no, not the seeds. The seeds were already germinated and had created a plant. They were in, you know, like when you go to one of
4: the the stores, stores and it's already in the little planter.
5: Right, like a one inch by one inch or two inch by two inch kind of. Yeah, yeah, they they were very small. I wasn't there. I just looked at the
1: pictures, but yeah, they were (laughs) there.
5: Because
4: I know there's some people they when I'm talking about clones, they grow. Take a, a snip and then, then snip it. You're yeah, right. And, and then, then plant that, that. And, and then put it in the ground.
5: No, so uh, we took advantage of having the root mm-hmm. of the plant. Mm-hmm. And so we just took it from out of the container and then placed it in the ground. So it stayed intact.
4: Okay.
5: Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. So I did want to go back for the harvest, but I didn't. So, okay. but it was a great experience. You Y'all know? should
1: see how her face lights <laughs> up when yeah, yeah. she talks about it. See, and this is mm-hmm. what we talked about last week. We got to have people who harvest our herbs and our food who have a joy and a love for what they do. Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for our next
0: break. Thank you so much for listening to Women Who Cannabis Radio. <laughs>
1: Woo-hoo.
0: Level up and don't go anywhere. Women Who Cannabis Live will continue the conversation after the break. Attention vendors and sponsors. Get your business in front of hundreds of eager buyers who are ready to do business with you at the 4th Annual Women Who Cannabis Business Expo in Atlanta. 98% of previous expos surveyed have returned 3x profits. That's three times the profit that's unheard of at an expo. This event is all about recirculating black wealth in the legal cannabis industry. To secure your vendor space, Or to become an Expo sponsor, go to womenwhocannabis.org and lock in early bird pricing today.
1: Welcome back to Women Who Cannabis Radio here at Real 1100 AM. If you are in the internet world, you can listen on TuneIn Radio and iHeartRadio. You can also find those apps on the Apple Store and the Google Play Store. We are live in studio with Reverend Sandy Rogers and hey, DJ Cayoda. Hey. I love doing that. I have to make sure I say it right. Coyote <laughs> No, Cayoda.
4: <laughs> yeah, I had to learn how to say it too, so. It took me years.
1: And then we all have to learn how to say our own names? You know. I was listening to something yesterday, and the lady said the first thing she does when she wakes up is call her own name. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. awesome. I like that. That's putting some power in your life. Yes. Call your own name. When I was
4: given this name, I was informed that in a lot of different tribes and nationalities, your name has a meaning, and the meaning is your calling.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm.
4: So when you hear your name, it reminds you of your calling. Yes. And uh, if you you hear the phone ring enough times, you should answer it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Exactly, exactly.
1: While we're here, I would like to give a shout-out to uh, Miss Dora Chambers of the Divine Supreme Cafe. Hey, Dora. She's got this wonderful event that happens right around the corner from my house. I think, this um, it the first Friday of every month? It just happened, and I'm so mad I missed it. I think it. it's the third Friday. That- Look, I don't even know my dates. See, it's the last Friday of the month now, isn't it? But yeah, so she had this wonderful event. But I did stop by uh, the week before last, and it was so. If you guys have not been to Divine Supreme Cafe and tried these infused treats, first of all, she has a cheesecake. Mm. (laughs) Oh Lord Jesus, (laughs) this cheesecake and this this yes yes yes. I don't even remember what was in it. I don't even care what was in it. It was just so rich. Yes, and she making this. Oh, but see. We're not going to talk to you today. I already told you you won't punish me. (laughs) I told you I was telling Dora all about. She's got, uh, I had the cheesecake and I had this infused coffee. And it was strong, but it was was an espresso, actually. That's why it was so strong. And it was delicious. So shout out to um, Dora Chambers of Divine Supreme and all the ladies of leadership of the Women Who Cannabis, like Reverend Sandy Rogers. Our annual expo is coming up on August 6th, 2022, and we have taken a pivot, ladies and gentlemen. We are beyond taking a seat at the table because we are the table. All right. So Women Who Cannabis is now where cannabis meets crypto, and I can't wait. I'm a little bit new in the crypto arena. I'm learning about NFTs and things like that. Mm. And it's so funny because all these Forex people are in my inbox. And I thought that was like the same thing. Like Forex was blockchain. No, Forex is foreign exchange currency. I learn something new every okay. day. See, I just learned something new <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, we're going to look into uh, learning more about the blockchain and where crypto meets currency. I'm learning a lot of uh, new terms like DAO, uh, decentralized Auton- autonomous organization. Y'all don't know. I got a tongue ring. I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> I really can't. So, you know, the Women Who can Expo, we're really um, going to turn it up a little bit this year and have a lot of educational uh, seminars and expos we've got influencers we've got speakers we've got workshops our diamond pitch fest is back y'all and we're gonna have the entrepreneur of the year award and i cannot wait for the comedy and cannabis (laughs) after party hope flood in the building
4: you just say comedy i start laughing
1: (laughs) and it's actually cannabis and comedy but you know comedy comes first in my Mm -hmm. mind sometimes it's all silliness so I would like to give a shout out to those ladies in leadership, Ms. Dora Chambers, Reverend Sandy Rogers, Dr. Jaquita Thomas, our tech guru, Shannon Joy the, um, of Joy's Pottery. Yes. That's right. Yes. She does our product branding. Um, we also have Marie Greer, our CBD retail expert. Maltrice Montgomery is our medical advisor. And Regina Lewis Ward is our Georgia State House of Representatives leader and women who can. So we look forward to seeing you in the building on August 6, 2022. It is an event
5: you do not want to miss. We have had a very positive, uh, in empowering, encouraging conversations and networking with each other. And uh, every year gets better and better, like my mama would say, Mo better and, and mo, mo better.
1: better. <laughs> and ain't no blues here. Yeah. <laughs>
5: And it's such a a great opportunity for women to network with each other. It's, It's just been absolutely amazing. And so I would encourage you. If you have any kind of question, you feel a little bit shaky about it or you want to learn more, it's a very non-threatening environment, very supportive environment, a very positive environment. So come on out.
1: And please understand, it's not just for women. Bring your men. I ain't going to say bring your children. But I got children. I try to take them everywhere, too. Bring your children if you can, if they know how to be quiet. But it's really not for children. This is for the adults. Exactly. Um, you know. Women Who Can supports those who support us. So we definitely want to have the brothers in the building as well. DJ Coyote, I hope we see you in there. Uh, Reverend Sandy was one of those people, again, walking into Women Who Can four years ago. And and you see certain people and their energy just takes over the room. And so last year, you know, fast forward through the little challenges I've had. And the two years that I wasn't going to come that I had people drag me, you know, you have been instrumental in just you walk up to me, you embrace me so tight, and then Reverend Sandy, you know, I, I said I'm the only weird one in here with stuff, but no, Reverend Sandy does Reiki too, right? <laughs> She's got all these these great books. She, well, you have three books now, right?
5: Ooh, more, more than three. Yes, yes. I actually have thirty listed on Amazon. Man. Did y'all so hear that? In in various forms, you know, audio, uh, e-books, and um, then the hardback. So you giving yes. lessons on writing? Yeah, sure. All right. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And uh, thank you for those kind words. You know, you have one of those spirits and personalities that just make me come and want to hold you and embrace oh. you. So thank you for being you.
1: Oh, thank you. You know, the best compliment I ever got uh, was two. You know, one is that my children know who they are. Yes. And they know how to handle themselves. Yes. And the other one is that people say, you are a safe space for other people.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and it's just like that's the people beautiful. around me are safe spaces for me. So I can only reflect that. That's you. That's you. That's MC class. You know, you're not on the phone right now, but this man been traveling. He was determined to be in the studio today. Right. I was like, dude, just rest. You can <laughs> call in if you want to. You don't got to be here. But, you know, I'm here to hold space for people. Do we have any callers on the line? Anybody out there want to talk to us? That ain't no fun, Atlanta. Come on, <laughs> where you <laughs> they at? They <laughs> out celebrating
5: Earth Day. <laughs> right, they still hung over from
1: 422.
5: <laughs> that as <is> well.
1: <laughs> oh, so we are women who can. What What are some of the things you guys have done over this past week? Um, did you take part in any 420 celebrations, or are you going to take part in any Earth Day celebrations today?
4: I just had a three-year anniversary for uh, being a—
1: Station head. Right.
4: Awesome. So there's an app that I am a part of where we stream music through Apple and Spotify for independent artists as well as popular artists. So I'm sure you know Nicki Minaj, Cardi B.
1: No, 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 no. Uh,
4: <laughs> Chloe and Haley. I know one of them. And uh, there's some other ones. Polo G. Um, they stream on that app as well. And they get their... Numbers up for um the charts
1: mm-hmm. through streaming, okay. Yeah,
4: so uh, uh, streaming is now on billboard, it's a part of the sales, and so I want to be on there. So, uh, we've been doing that, we've been doing that, and um, so we had our three year celebration of me being on that app, and uh, of course, it was the day after 420. I, you know, I do a Tuesday and Thursday show, so it was Throwback Thursday, so we did the throwbacks. His
1: Throwback Thursday show was the best.
4: Yeah, I do a live mix. I, well, I did one yesterday. Um, I don't do it a lot anymore. Used I, to
1: be 10 a.m. every Thursday, right? Yep,
4: 10, 15 a.m. I was addicted.
1: I was. <laughs> I was. The only reason I'm not. Y'all know I've been on my little media breaks, but I was addicted to that Throwback Thursday live mix. I'd be in the kitchen like, what? <laughs> yes.
4: And I have been learning about cryptocurrency. Uh, I know that's part of the topic. And, uh, you know.
1: We're going to talk about it now and forevermore until it's no longer valuable for us, you know. So I'm just like you, just now getting in. I want to get on the NFT side. But I'm very interested in what Coach Swan has been learning and sharing with us yes. about the well, dollar. I want to
4: learn, too, because I I sold an NFT. Really? Yeah, because I'm an artist, um, I took part in a beta program Mm -hmm. through one of my distributions. Um, Somebody's got an open line on the phone. It's an open mic somewhere. It's an open line somewhere. But uh, they had NFTs. So class is on the phone.
1: Oh, class, you there? Class ain't talking
4: to us. You back. Okay, he's there. Cool. So we have NFTs on the platform and it was for one of my songs called Many Styles. And I'm actually glad it was on there because I do have many styles. And one of them is learning about crypto because anything that we put place value on has value. True. So if we keep putting value on the dollar, then that's the only thing that's going to have value. And it's only a thought. Because if you really look at the world currency and doing Forex, the dollar is only holding on to its value because, because the investment of the deals that they've made with other countries. Right. And as long as those countries are held at bay, they can hold that money here in the U.S. dollar. So it's always going to be a country held at bay, if you understand what I'm saying. And I'm not going to say a whole lot about it.
1: I'll
4: just say that, you know, the country left Afghanistan. That country was no longer held at bay. Well, now all of a sudden, there's another country that's invading Mm -hmm. a neighboring country. And we're working to hold them at bay. Mm. All of them have investments here. And if we try to hold them at bay too much, then another country that Walmart had a lot of dealings with in terms of china could have some issues and they own a lot of currency here because they've all placed value in that money and there's a country called greece that went bankrupt a couple summers ago right and they leaned on cryptocurrency to keep them going okay and so now the value of these different bitcoin and ethereum and Uh, Some of the smaller ones, Bitcoin Mm -hmm. was the first, that their value has exploded uh, because people are now placing value
1: value in
4: crypto. But it's blockchain, exactly. The blockchain is a security system. It's an encryption system. So only the two people in that transaction know that they made the transaction and they may not know each other.
1: Well, not so much. That's what I'm learning. You know, there's miners who... Their job is to run a computer 24-7 and verify those transactions. And that's how they make their money. Like, they run a computer 24-7 and verify the transaction between you and you that this was a valid transaction. So it's not exactly just between those two people. It's interesting to learn about it because, you know, for so long it's like super secure and mm-hmm. now there's different, you know, hackers stealing people's NFTs and stealing people's coins and it's interesting to see where this is going to go. But I definitely think as a people, you know, we tend to sit back and think everything's a scam and, <laughs> you know, a pyramid scheme and we have missed out on so many opportunities true, true. Yeah. because we want to question it. Man, if you spend i'm gonna use myself for example i i y'all know i talk about myself i had a cigarette habit i say had Mm -hmm. because i'm going on earth day retreat tonight and i'm gonna be done with it after that but my cigarette habit at its worst was three to five packs a day Mm. three to five packs a day now let's just do the math i know ten dollars a pack right yeah that's including taxes or whatever so that's thirty to fifty dollars a day uh, no, no, this was a long time ago. My, my my pack habit now is about one a day, but still, thirty-fifty dollars a day that you could put into crypto right. mm. or put into anything to better yourself. Even an exactly.
4: interest-bearing account.
1: Right, right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have about 15 minutes left on the show. The phone lines are open, area code 404-603-8770. If you are in Atlanta, you know you can listen on 1100 AM. And if you are outside of Atlanta, we are on iHeartRadio and TuneIn.com, found on Apple Music, not Apple Music, the App Store, and the Google Play Store. Thank you for listening.
5: And congratulations
0: on your three years.
5: Thank you. You're welcome.
0: Women Who Cannabis Live will continue the conversation after the break level up atlanta women who can business expo is back for our fourth year on august 6 2022 this year's expo promises to be epic more vendors more powerful speakers and the biggest recirculation of black wealth in the cannabis industry on the planet but wait there's more this year's cannabis and comedy after party is guaranteed to have you laughing out of your seats Featuring some of the biggest female comics in the South. Hosted by Def Comedy Jam's own Hope Flood, a.k.a. Lucifer, from Sims, Quakes House. And sponsored by High Hopes and Swan Simpson Media Group. For free tickets, yeah, we said free, you must register while they last. Go to womenwhocannabis.org. Only registered ticket holders can attend the after party. So go to womenwhocannabis.org and register today.
4: Chilly outside, it's getting kinda cold. I put on my jacket, but yo, that's getting old. I gotta get my mask, I gotta get to making up another rhyme as I'm looking straight at you, but keeping my distance at least six feet. What are we doing for two years on repeat? Walking down the street, huh? walking down the app, making up a flow, everybody laugh, but don't laugh too hard, cause you spray a bunch of mucus up in my way. I can't go to the club unless I wanna die, making up a rhyme and trying
1: women who can has a plan we are all about education equality and a little bit of legalization we don't care about that so much no more we're gonna do what we're gonna do we are where cannabis meets crypto, and we've got about you know fifteen minutes left on the show. I've got MC Class on the line, so I'm gonna let him get some airtime. But before I do, I gotta share a little story time because Reverend Sandy, you just reminded me of uh, what happened last week when I left the show. Okay, so I'm, you know, I take an Uber here. I take an Uber home. On my way here, I had an Uber driver. He didn't say nothing, <laughs> not a word, except for hi. He didn't have no music playing. It was weird. I was like, okay, whatever. You know, on the way home, I get in an Uber and a lady, um, I don't even know how to conference. Oh, this bald head thing, y'all. I have no hair now. So I asked the lady to turn, her, to turn the air down. I said, ma'am, I forgot my scarf. Can you please turn your air down? And that went into a conversation about hot flashes and the change of mm. life and whatnot. And it ended up getting into a conversations about cannabis and healing herbs and plants and everything. And it was so amazing because, you know, when I do this, I'm having fun. I'm having fun just being me sharing this stuff that comes across. But everybody's like, oh, you need to do this for a living. And you, you this, you that. And I don't know what to do. But the lady, she says, um, you know, you're so motivational. Do you have a support group? And mm-hmm. I was like, no, but I guess I can start one. Sure. But I mean, the whole conversation all the way home was just confirmation confirmation she's like i've got depression i've got you know the same things that i'm dealing with she's dealing with a little bit more uh dissociation where it's like not real to Mm -hmm. you you're not really there Mm -hmm. and it was just so amazing like i just i have to thank all the listeners i have to thank all the guests i have to thank coach swan for letting me come up here class class i am glad to have you on the line if you're still there um what have you been up to these past few weeks since our first show and what would you like the Women Who Can audience to know about what's going on with the ohm technique and all these beautiful songs you sent me? I can't drop them. This is not a radio music show, but one day you never know.
3: Well, I just got back from New York City. Um, I drove from here to New York and stopped in uh, Maryland and, uh, you know, I saw a whole new New York. It was just completely different. It was uh, extremely integrated. Um, a lot of Jewish people and a lot of different people living in Harlem there. And um, banks everywhere. So it was just very different. The vibe was different. It was a positive vibe.
5: That's and cool.
3: uh, showing that everybody really could live together if, if they... Uh, had an opportunity to um and i I, i'm i want to go back to what you were talking about where um things were made of hemp um Mm -hmm. i don't know if you know this but the military rope was made of hemp okay and um that there was a whole lot of things. And like you said, the paper industry was going to go bankrupt unless they did something. So they created a movie called marijuana madness and they pushed that. And that's, that was what pushed to the legalization of everything. And it's not always about smoking and getting high. Um, the thing I have a question for the Reverend, um, is there any training for young folks so they could know really what's going on? I mean, you know, the uses and and instead of just focusing on you know, being liberated or whatever you want to call it, is there something else where you can where the kids could learn something because this is a this is a new opportunity to uh, economic opportunity that is coming up and we're not really focusing on that. And like you were talking about cryptocurrency and the doggone, you know, uh, currency, everything is about to change. And um, what do you do you see a way that we that young folks can be trained not on the the, you know, selling or, you know, getting high or whatever. I'm talking more about the uses, you know, and, and what is used for thousands of years, you know. Is there any type of training that will be put in place or do you have any ideas about that?
5: I take that as a challenge and thank you. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm a trainer, um, by experience from corporate America down to community uh, groups as well. So I think that that's an excellent, excellent idea. And uh, I believe that it could well be put into practice. And like I said, I, I accept that uh, in developing a training program which would teach uh, the individuals and, you know, to learn how best to approach them and get them involved in uh, wanting to learn and uh, piquing their interest. So yeah, that's a great idea. And I appreciate you for saying it.
1: And just to uh, piggyback on what Reverend Sandy saying, you know, um, as uh, Women Who Can, we are an educational resource. And so last year we had Cannabis the Cat um, by Jerry Fry. Cannabis the Cat is a book and it's also, I believe it's a lobbying organization, it's an educational organization, and he's there to take you on an educational adventure with the hemp plant. So it's perfect for parents needing a starting point to have a conversation about drugs. And it's good for millennials who's ready for a fun cartoon story about weed as well. So, um, we, you know, we partner and we try to share the information as it comes in. You know, like Reverend Sandy said, she's a trainer. She's been doing this for years. I'm a mom. I've been doing this for years. So maybe we <laughs> can sit down together and come up with something to help educate the youth and let them know. Um, <clears throat> because, you know, I have nephews that were born premature. Um, they were twins. And um, one of them has seizures and things like that. And so, you know, this is a life-saving medicine that exactly. that he needs. And his mother and I, we spoke about it because he's on a particular medication and she could see, you know, some of the side effects and she could see where sometimes it wasn't working. Right. Like she, you know, I don't have experience with um, seizures, but they say there's an aura that comes on before exactly. the seizure happens. Mm-hmm. And so trying to give him this drug, you know, a prescription and wait for that when you can just give a few drops. And I've, we've watched it, you know, through other people of the CBD oil and stop that seizure mm-hmm. as soon as you feel the aura. You know, there's a lot of education that has to be done around the plant because there's a lot of stigma and misinformation. People think that weed heads, you know, cannabis connoisseurs are just weed heads. We just sit around and get high. <laughs> so, <laughs> Ricky? Ricky? We definitely, uh, definitely, um, we'll probably come up with something. Right, right. So the
5: cannabis, the cat is for a younger audience. It's right it's now. for all. Um, okay. I don't
1: know if you got a chance to talk to I don't Jerry think so. when he, he was he was in and out last year. Oh, okay. Okay. But I had a chance to talk to him. Um, here you can take a look at that. But yeah, he's got a book. He's got um and so it's not just for kids. It's you know, it's for parents to talk to their children about the wonders of hemp and what it can do for the environment, what it can do for your body, and uh, again just erase that stigma. Awesome. Yeah, I like that. Very colorful See, y'all don't know. I, I know a lot about a little bit. Is that how it goes? Is <laughs> <laughs> a lot about a little bit or a little bit about a lot? You're way, filled with
5: information. Yeah. Either way.
4: Yeah.
5: Either way?
1: she's mm-hmm. good. So MC class, what else would you like for the women who cannabis uh, family to know? We're going to wrap it up here today. I really appreciate having you on the line. I appreciate the questions that you ask our candidates.
3: Not a problem. Well, first of all, the own technique is available now. You can actually shazam it, and it'll, it's available.
1: Are you sure? Because last time I was telling people to go get How, it, and they were like, where?
3: However, <laughs> it is up for one or two days, and I'm going to take it down, revamp it, and put it back up. This way, it'll be worldwide re-vamp after that. It.
4: Just leave it and do another one.
3: <laughs> Can't do that. There's a reason behind that, because um, I had a few challenges with Distro Kids, So uh, they're a great organization, but I'm doing something completely different. So um, that's why I haven't really talked about it too much, because um, the Brothers of the Same Mind have an album coming out, too, which um, I'm an artist in that group as well. So we have a lot of products coming out. Um, Andito's album is going to drop. Which is Bloom, which uh, you'll be the first to get it. Every, you know, <laughs> I'm sure everyone will love Andito. So I have a, diff- a different. I'm running a label now, so all that's right. going, and I'm revamping it to work for the artist because I think the artist should get paid, mm-hmm. well as the record label, but it should be a partnership instead of the old way where the label gets all the money and no. The artists don't get anything. And me being an artist, I understand. So I had to revamp the entire business to make it more conducive to other people. And if you ever need me, uh, you know, Reverend or any any um, person of can- can- cannabis organization, I'm open for that. So you could give my number to anyone that's interested in having me, you know, either perform or... You know, get music out there, or what, whatever you need. You I'm know, open. we'll
1: be calling you. We will be calling you soon. I already, listen, class. I'll make sure f- I get your number too. <laughs> I'll give it to you. Class <laughs> was the first one to tell me to make sure I use my voice, and I'm not done yet. So I when, love it. When I get ready to really use it, I'm gonna be in his studio <laughs> doing my thing. <clears throat> we are getting ready to wrap it up. Again, this is our fourth year of the Women Who Cannabis Expo mm-hmm. 2022. Our third year at the Double Tree by Hilton Atlanta Perimeter Dunwoody. Book your rooms early by using our WWC 2022 discount code at registration. You can sign up for tickets to the Women Who Cannabis Expo. And the only way to get into our cannabis and comedy after party is with the Women Who Can NFT. So go to womenwhocannabis.org. Sign up for your tickets to the expo, your free tickets. Sign up to get info about that NFT. It drops on May 6th. And see us on August the 6th here at the Atlanta Doubletree Hotel. We are Women Who Can. I am Fit Tayasha. I am Reverend Sandy. I'm
0: DJ Kyoda. Ka-
1: Olamoroti. We all on Instagram. You want to find me is hashtag Master Healing Educator. At Reverend Sandy Rogers.
4: Aneweducation.net.
1: That's right. DJ, no, MC class. It's DJ Ka- Oda in MC class. MC Class, you are M period C period class period. Is that correct?
3: Well, it's MCClassMusic.com. You can get me there or M period C period class on Instagram and Facebook.
1: Ashe, Ashe, ashe It has been an honor and a pleasure. I will see you one day again, maybe. Thank Why you.
0: You've been listening to Women Who Cannabis Live, brought to you by the National Alliance of CBD Business Educators and Trainers, the nation's largest business organization for women of color in cannabis. If you would like your business feature on Women Who Can Live, visit us on the web at womenwhocannabis.org. Thank you for listening.